All right, what's up, everybody? This is the Man Cave Podcast, brought to you by our good friends from Hy-Vee and Toys and Ford. We are actually uh, recording this podcast from Famous Dave's in Eau Claire, good friends of ours, Famous Dave's in Eau Claire. Uh, so shout out to them for hosting us and uh, allowing us to record here. And when I say us, I mean C-bombs. Good morning, afternoon, evening. Whatever. I don't know what time it is when people are listening. It's not morning like I when know, I call that's you. That's why I... I I don't know either. Do you have analytics on these things? What's your analytics team? Say, I don't think it says time on there. No? No. But we okay. got listeners in like Africa and Australia and Europe. Ooh. Now I don't know if they're real or not. Oh, they're real. I know we got uh, Tom from across the pond. He's a Lions fan that listens to us. Yeah. No so good. I don't know well, if he's listening to this one, but shout out Tom. Shout out Tom. Shout out. He was uh, our correspondent when the Packers were there last year. That's he's, phenomenal. He sent us some pictures and that. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Is he going to be a correspondent in the mobile bus at the draft in 2025? we got to plan. we got to get a bus or a camper. Why can't that house get back to us? I've, I've emailed that lady like three times, by the way. I got some inside info I'll have to tell you later. Okay. But, yeah, we need a bus or an RV. I'll rent a goddamn U-Haul. You know, I'm very tempted to buy an ambulance. That's been, Like, I've been cruising around the marketplace on Facebook. <laughs> I've always wanted an ambulance to oh. deck out. But then I get freaked out about, like, we don't know what happened in that ambulance. The wambulance? Yeah. Cause that's, I mean, you. Wham. we go to the Lambo, and you see all those ambulances decked oh, yeah. out. That's what I there was a there was on a, the sirens. There was a really cool ambulance when I was down at the game a couple of weeks ago. It was right in front of me. It was they really done. They had the the taps on the side and everything. Oh. It, was, it was awesome. So we uh, we recorded this before we started this one, but our beer man Josh. So one new thing we're going to be doing uh, every month is we're doing a beer of the month. Our beer man Josh, he's a beer guy. He's going to feature one. We're also going to do like uh, bourbon and scotch and whiskey with our good friends from High V. Phil and Mark are going to do that, but uh, he doesn't know this. I don't know if he knows it. His neighbor, one of his neighbors. Josh's neighbor? Yeah. Okay. Has an ambulance for sale. Ooh. I saw it on Facebook. Well, it's by Princeton Valley. I don't know if you remember going by Princeton Valley. Now, if this person's listening to this, it's creepy. But if you go by Princeton Valley, there was always an ambulance in a driveway. Yes. I saw Ooh. that on Marketplace. How much? What's the, what's the 5K. price? 5K. Can't Midwest family <sighs> drop a 5K? You could have yourself a 105. We one. might have to do a GoFundMe. There we go. Get all your TikTok followers to jump TikTok out. TikTok followers. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, I'll create an OnlyFans account. <laughs> oh, God, I would pay just to watch that, that train wreck. That would be awesome. <laughs> I'd have to pay people not to. Dan's you know, getting to an OnlyFans, yeah. everybody. Dan Casper OnlyFans. I, I love do a it. cameo for like 10 cents <laughs> for her video. <laughs> oh, do you take a check? Yeah. <laughs> I promise it won't bounce this time. Put it in the mail, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, phenomenal. Goodness gracious. All right. Well, we got uh, a few things to catch up on, huh? Yeah, we got a few. So I know what side you are on with the whole council. Oh, yeah. You, uh, I don't, you don't know like what, him anymore. Nope. Don't know Is what that Greg name means. Is he to you now? Is he what? Greg to you now? Uh, sure. His name is Greg. I don't... Uh, you know, you know what I'm Felicia, the I don't, yeah. Bart sort oh yeah, of thing. You know. exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's dead to me. Yeah. I mean, I, <clears throat> let me ask you this: a week ago, I never would have thought that I'd be saying, "I wish Council would be managing the Mets." I never, but I wish he was managing the Mets because mm-hmm. I, I could stomach that. There's mm-hmm. a reason, you know. It's like he would have gone there for a reason. But what's, what does that say about Antonazio? I mean, he, I don't think he leaves Milwaukee if he thinks he could have, could have won here. 
and he obviously feels that he can't win here. Mm-hmm. But to I, go to the Cubs, Jesus Christmas. So we had uh, talked to uh, uh, Dominic, who hosts the Brewers postgame show, and he had mentioned, and I didn't see this yet, but uh, Tom Verducci, who is a baseball insider, that noted that apparently the Cubs was like a dream job for Craig Council. Really? Which, which kind of, you know, I don't know if there's any more behind that, you know, because Council grew up down there, but we all know the story, you know, Brewers, this, maybe he was secretly a Cubs fan. He I, very well could have. You know, yeah. if now that you say that, yeah, he was the hometown kid, Wisconsin boy, but I've never heard him say that he grew up as a Brewers fan. Yeah. You I know, don't. and I'm Council's age, right? Yeah. He's got to be around my age. He's uh, 53. Yeah. So yeah. when I grew up, I, I lived here in Eau Claire. I watched the Braves and I watched the Cubs because that's all TBS that was on TV. and WGN, Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I could see that for, for Council growing up a Cubs fan. Yeah, so I don't know if that had something to do with it. You know, I mean, because we all have our dream jobs. He's right? still a dick. <laughs> It, I mean, I don't. Th- you're you're probably in the majority of, and I agree with you. Like, if it was the Mets, even okay. So I was watching this unfold on Twitter. Like, I wanted to go home, and I'm like, no, there's something coming now because you started to see it all trickle through, right? Mm-hmm. Guardians hired Stephen Vogt. Okay, that takes counsel off. Mets hired. I'm like, okay, something's coming. And then you hear it's going to be a team that already has a manager, and I'm like, okay, is it the Yankees? You know, that's the first thought, right? You're yep. thinking Yankees because they already some are tired with Aaron Boone over there. Never would have thought it was the Cubs. No. Never would have thought it was them. Um, and I mean, you're just, yeah, my initial reaction, I was pissed. I was upset. I was annoyed. I was frustrated. I got flashbacks of Favre going mm-hmm. to Minnesota. You know, all those emotions went through it. It's a, And you got to know Council knows that, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, in, he'd be naive to, to think of that fact before he accepted that right <clears throat> and I, i'll say this like i would be nervous as hell if i'm him going back to amfam field on may 27th well i don't know what kind of reaction so. he's gonna get you'd think so but when there's sixty thousand seats and forty thousand of them will be cubs fans he doesn't have a lot to worry about that's true god damn brewers fans <laughs> i you know the stage is a grief and i think i'm gonna be stuck in the the anger one with this one i, I just it it just it really sucks, but but yeah. can you understand it at least from like if you take the fan part out of it from a business side? Can you understand? Oh yeah, it? you know absolutely. You know, it's forty million for you know eight million per year. The thing I would really like to know the answer, and I don't think we're going to, is did the Brewers match it? Did they have an opportunity to match it? Well, they they so Antonazio was on. They were interviewing him yesterday. Did you hear any of that? A little bit. Yep. So I was actually listening and. Um, he did say that they had an offer on the table that makes him the highest paid manager. It was right after the season, yep. Yep. And uh he said they did not have uh you know, like, like going back to the table. Yeah. They didn't you know? have that opportunity or something like right. that. Right. And Craig didn't want that. It sounded like it sounded like his mind was made up, it's what he wanted to do. So in Ant- in Antanasio's eyes, he thinks they have a great thing here and he's like, Okay, well Craig's losing out, right? Mm-hmm. But and that's kind of a PR thing, right? It's a it's yeah. full. He's full of shit, man. He's a businessman. He doesn't know what he's doing with this team. It's frustrating. I, our shot, we, uh, you know. And, so, and, what do you do with this offseason now? Do you try to go for it with Corbin Burns for one more year, or do you just you know screw it and let's start trading off and selling off assets and start the young turn again? The problem is that I mean, if they couldn't do it with this young turn, they're never going to do it. So, I think mm-hmm. they have to go for it. You know, mm-hmm. bring in some bats. It, granted, Craig Council's. Well, let's let's step back and be realistic on it. One hundred sixty-two game season. How many wins does he get you 
as opposed to an average mill-of-the-run manager? Mm-hmm. What's your opinion? I mean, how many wins does Craig Council really give you? More than, like, so, I mean, is he worth, like, let's say 20 wins, 25 wins? Not to say they're only getting 20 wins. Right, I'd say, you know, the, above, above, above what the they get. Right. And I wouldn't That's, even put it that Isn't that the hardest high. thing about baseball managers, though? Because you're not coming up with a scheme like, like a football coach, right. right? You're not, yes, you're watching film and you've got tendencies on where to pitch a guy. But you're not coming up with entire game plans. Right. And and that's been the thing that's always kind of like, it's been so hard to dissect with baseball managers. Cause, and I think that's why they call managers. You're managing a game. You're managing people mm-hmm. and not really coaching it. Right. And that's always kind of been like a difficult thing, I think. Yeah, you got your managers like who I think of Bruce Bochy, you know, four World Series is now. They make yep. differences. Oh, yeah. But you bring up a point like how much is a good baseball manager worth at wins? And yeah. you look at some of the great teams, and you look at, well, how come they didn't win? Right. So Yeah, I mean, look at the Dodgers this year in the playoffs. Or, you know. Why have the Angels never made the postseason with Otani and Mike Trout for it, crying yeah, out exactly. loud? Exactly. It blows my mind. You know, and then there's a team spending money in a small market. Well, if you consider it's not a small market anymore, really. Um, it's Anaheim for fuck's sake, crying out loud. Yeah. Pardon my French. <laughs> I said crying out loud. That wasn't French. You understood every word. <laughs> <clears throat> I apologize Bonjour. to all the pygmies in New Guinea. But Bonjour. It, bon, yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was going to just try talking French. This is no shit. So I, here's a, a squirrel. Here's, an, here's a side story. I can't make this up, right? I go to the Packer game a couple weeks ago. I'm in, I'm in that special tailgate that I was, you know, we've been there before. Yep. Um, Shout out Myron Construction. Myron Construction. Uh, Mr. Daniels over there. So, Bloomer Tony. And Bloomer Tony was there, and Bloomer Tony got to to meet uh, Brandon Bostic mm-hmm. at the tailgate. But anyway, so funny story. I've always and I've told Emily this. I always tell the story. You know, I had two two languages I could pick in high school: French and German. Right? That's it. And you didn't have Spanish? Nope. Really? Yeah, because we got a million Frenchmen coming well, into I our country that would have been every like month. The basic. One. Yeah, didn't have it available then. So I took French. Why? Because the French Language teacher, love. she was smoking hot, dude. Mm-hmm. She was like 25 years old at the time. And I told Emily this. I said, I don't, rem- I don't remember any of my French. A few words, that's it. But anyway, we're at that tailgate. So you know it's a, you can't just get in. You've got to have a pass to get in. I'm sitting there talking you know, as a group, and I feel a tap on the shoulder, and it's my fucking French teacher. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I was like, Emily, this is Mademoiselle Doherty. This was my French teacher. She's like... Oh my gosh, she almost drops to me. She's the French teacher. <laughs> I was like, shut up. <laughs> it was, oh, how does that happen? I haven't your, seen does it. your bald head turn red too? Oh, it was in a hat, but yeah. I guarantee it was red because I <laughs> insert foot and mouth. I was waiting for Emily to drop the bomb and embarrass me right there, but she didn't. I got lucky. But oh, that was funny. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a good story. I like that. It was a great story. So I don't know where we were before that. I've got. Off track. Brewers sorry. Council, that Brewers sort of stuff. Council. I just, you know, I don't know what the plan's going to be this offseason. I really don't. And yeah, I, I think you, uh, you, I think you talked about it earlier on the, this morning. Uh, I was listening in between work segments and uh, <laughs> um, you talked about are they going to throw, cast out the net and really try and find that manager? Do you want an experienced manager or would you like to see a first time, younger, up and coming guy? Kind of like what Council was. Um, because you got Don Mattingly, you got Joe Madden, you know those guys that have been around for a while. Yeah, I mean, I I I want somebody who's going to be able to do like Council did, you know, get mm-hmm. the most they can out of a minimized roster. Mm-hmm. You know, they've 
best my thing is, if you get Joe Madden, you got to have a plan to be competitive right away. Yeah. He's going to be 70, I think. Right. If you're going to bring a guy like that, you've got to at least be prepared to stay competitive. You're not rebuilding. Yeah, I don't. I I would see him going after Mattingly. Who I, do you do you think? Who do you think's in the, the leader in the clubhouse right now? The, leader to the, the clubhouse. The interesting name that I don't know if you saw Ken Rosenthal put out. Ricky Weeks. Yeah, I saw that. that and I'm like, okay, I get it. It's the same council path. Mm-hmm. But even when council was in the front office, maybe even before that, remember we all assumed he was going to be the future manager. Right, well, that that was even when Ron Renicky was there, we just assumed at some point Craig Council was going to be the manager when he was brought back in the organization, and it happened a lot sooner than I think people thought, um, but it worked out. I've never heard this about Ricky Weeks though before. I had neither. never, never either, and I just I can't fathom that. Like, and, and maybe the, obviously there's something there to it, but I just I never would have thought Ricky Weeks would be a manager. Whereas council, I think you know we had the idea of guy was Mister Utility right all over the field. You, you Goofiest know. batting stance ever. Yeah, right. You know, so the, and obviously the Milwaukee hometown story there too. So I just I can't picture Ricky Weeks being a man. I'm trying to picture him going to the mound and making a pitching change, and I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah, I can't either. I I wouldn't mind them giving him a shot. I think that would that would be a higher. If you were to do that, means okay, it's going to be a process for a few years. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a couple of years after that. You know, <clears throat> you talked a lot earlier. Um, you were talking, I believe you were talking this morning. I could be mixing up my days, but you're talking about Chris Hook. Yeah, and the Brewers all asking about, you know, is he going to be back? You know, what, all that is he an option? Is he somebody that they might promote from within? Mm-hmm. Do you think there's anybody in, from within that they could promote? Well, that's like I asked uh, Dominic that about Chris Hook. And and he thought his mind was, and he said he loves hooky and and all that, but he thought he was just strictly going to be a, a pitching coach really? at, the, at that point. And that's isn't that like the weird? That's it's the hard thing to to decipher when it comes to a baseball coach or baseball manager. NFL, we know all the coordinators, with former coaches. Like hell, we even know who we want to be coordinator and defensive coordinator because they get publicized so much more. Mm-hmm. Can anybody name the bench coach of you know maybe five teams outside no. your favorite one? I can't. You know what? <laughs> you know third base coach, first base pitching coach, bullpen coach. I mean they got yeah, baseball people know who they are, but it's not like the NFL where they get so heavily publicized, right? To where you and I could come up with a list of who we want the Packers' next coach to be if it came to that. Baseball, I mean, okay, you. Okay, Snitaker, the hitting coach from the Astros. Astros were a good team. Oh, he's Snitter, He's related to to Snitaker in Atlanta. Okay, seems like a good guy. Although we don't know anything else about him, you, you know, anything like that. So it's it's so hard to figure out a wish list if you're not like a diehard baseball fan. You know what I mean? Does right. that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes sense. I I agree a thousand percent. You don't know who any of these guys are or mm-hmm. what the hell they do. Right. You and, know, and oh, that's he's the a thing. pitching coach. Well, what's he doing? Right. And, and it's like, okay, <laughs> if you get a pitching coach, it's not like for football, you hire Matt LaFleur. Okay, that's an offensive-minded head coach. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of know what that offense is going to be like. Right. You hire a pitching coach. Well, what is the offense going to – you know, you yeah. don't really know. You, and, you don't have an inside glimpse. And what's he coaching – what do they do coaching these guys during – because they can't throw every single day. They can't be working on different pitches. They can't be – you know, 
where right. you just sit and watch film and you know look at their spin rate and try and right. talk them through things because they can't. Once spring training's done, they're done practicing. Yeah, you know, for the they most do part, warm ups and BPs and all that. Or you need to get JP on here and ask him the in game. That would be a good one. You know? Yeah. yeah. JP and uh, Vavra and Varsho. There you go. Get them all on at the same time. That would be a good one to get all three on at the same yeah. time. A little round During table. the off season, Get them some beers. Uh, get them some of these get, uh, uh, Bent Paddle Brewing beers from get, over at Hy-Vee. Uh, I'll get Dale. Ooh. Dale to hook it up, there set it go. up sort of thing. That Perfect. would be a good one. I'll come to that one. Yeah. I'll, I'll bring the beers. Right. Do Man Cave Light. I love Man Cave Light. Yeah. I just drank my last one the other day. I got to run over to Hy-Vee and oh give Phil a high five on the way by. He don't know who I am, but I know who he is. <laughs> and uh, grab some Man Cave Lights and some of this bent pedal. That coffee stuff was it delicious. It was good. It was good. You're going to hear about it in the upcoming segments uh, coming up here with Beer Man Josh. So a little Perfect. tease right there. Okay, let's move to, uh, as we start to wrap things up here, let's uh, move to Green Bay. So you and I got in a little Twitter no, I wouldn't say debate or anything like that. No. A little friendly banter. Yeah. Conversation. Conversation. Cold beer conversation. Yes. Uh, so how did it go? It was with the with the defense. Joe Barry, you, you, you do not. Do you hate Joe Barry more than you hate Dom Capers? I do. I was going to say, it seems like you. I, I, I cannot stand his scheme. I don't hate anybody, Dan. I, no, that's, I, good, I miss good man. Yep. I don't agree with this scheme. Now that's you disagree said, with philosophies. Philosophies entirely. This last game, granted, they're playing against a quarterback who got cut hours after playing because he played so poorly. Yep. Um, the, the, they had the corners up on third down. They they made some changes, but you know what? I've I've seen this movie before. He'll make a change for a game and then go right back to what he's always done. So yeah, I'm not a Joe Barry fan mm-hmm. at all. Are they the reason they're losing though? Who's that? Packers. Joe Barry defense. I would say no. I yeah. think the defense. I think they're the defense is playing well, and they should. We mm-hmm. thought they were going to be a top five defense, top ten at the worst when the when the season started. They've got the talent, mm-hmm. so a blind man should be able to call a game with that defense. My issue with the defense is yes, the numbers are good, and you know, if you look at it, I I'm a believer that if the offense was smoking right now and they're winning ball games, nobody's talking about the defense if they're playing like this. It you know I, I they're not allowing a bunch. My issue with the defense is they're not aggressive enough. Right, yes, I feel I like agree. they're playing it too safe at times, too passive. Mm-hmm. I think even Moose Johnson said that during the telecast. He's like numbers wise, defense isn't bad. It's just they got to do a little bit more. They got you know they got to create those turnovers. They they gotta they gotta go out there and ball out. And I get it from a. And I'm not saying I agree with that. I get it that maybe they want to play it safe because they don't want to get into a shootout and they have big plays and all that. But at a certain point, you got to unleash the horses because they got to win you a game. They have they, to. They got to go out there and win you a game. And I just feel like they're he's playing. They're playing a little scared at times. And I hate it. You you've got that that type of talent at all three levels on the defense. Let them pin their ears back. Let them do their thing. Mm-hmm. And. And you it, live with the mistakes after that, right? Absolutely. If they're playing aggressive and they get beat deep on a bomb, so be it. It's mm-hmm. it's it, they got beat. Sometimes you just get beat, and and I'm fine with that. But this lax playing back, rushing forward, playing twelve yards off on third and eight, letting little undercut. Oh, it's just so frustrating. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. I've hated it since he's been doing it. Yeah. What are your? So we're halfway through the season. Believe it or not. I know it's crazy. Do you think we know enough about Jordan Love yet? No. Nope. I <clears throat> and is that also related to because of the play of his youngsters, their young receivers? 
Yeah, and the offensive line. Mm-hmm. I think, and Brett Favre even said it earlier this week, and I don't know if you talked about that. Yep. I, like I said, I didn't get to listen much today. Um, but, you know, they keep comparing him to Aaron Rodgers, which I hate because he's not. He's never going to be Aaron Rodgers. He can't be. Mm-hmm. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is one of the best ever. There's no, I mean, the chances are so minuscule. But when Rodgers came in, he had a loaded cupboard. You know, mm-hmm. that was a team that was... Thirteen and three for crying out loud! They had they went to wide the championship. Yeah, you know the week before, or the year before. Yeah. yeah, so we went. We had a losing record last year with that Hall of Fame quarterback. You so instantly we had a losing team, right? So you're expecting him to be a, a ten win quarterback, twelve win quarterback right out the gate. It's it's just not going to happen. So mm-hmm. he doesn't have the wide receiver help. He doesn't have the offensive line's been banged up and moved around. Um, yeah, yeah. I just I don't think we have enough time for Jordan Love to make our make our a true assessment, right? So, what is it with this second half? I don't know about you, but I don't have uh, playoff expectations. No, God no. And it's not to say I don't want him to win, right? You know, and I know you, you know draft position and all that. Um, but I, I I think ideally what I would like to see is what we saw the Lions last year, one and six. They trade Hawkinson. We thought. You know Dan Campbell is going to get fired, and they're going. To, it's the typical Lions, right? They're going to have to restart again. Mm-hmm. And then they go on this run, and they miss the postseason, but it went to the last week, and it was because Seattle won it. Otherwise, if Seattle loses, Lions are in the postseason right. last year. Yeah, they, they beat Green Bay, mm-hmm. and they go all offseason. Lions are the talk, and they're living up to it so far this year. That to me is what I want to see from Green Bay. Maybe not at the the streak that the Lions went on. You know, I'm not expecting that. Just something to make us feel good. Like, I just want to see improvement now from these young guys. Knocking off the penalties. You know, the lining up on the offsides if you're Rashawn Gary is inexcusable. Right. Jaden Reed with a false start because he's listening to the snap count instead of watching the ball. You hope that gets figured out with time and experience over there. That's what I want to see is these young youngster guys, younger guys, start to get better every week and it starts to slow down for them a little bit right that's what i want to see that's the same thing i want to see and what i want to see out of jordan love is the game hasn't slowed down for him yet no there's a lot we can all tell that right yeah i mean there's there's a lot of plays there was a play in the back of the end zone on third down where watson came open along the back sideline missed him yep Uh, there was a, a couple plays one in particular i forget what down it was over the middle he had two guys running wide open at different levels they weren't in the same vicinity this time, so they've cleaned that up a little bit. Um, he's just missed miss some opportunities, mm-hmm. but even Rodgers missed opportunities. It's just they get highlighted because everybody well, wants to hate say, on them. I think we've, it's, we've gone from Favre, who will chuck it, and you hope for a prayer, yep. to Rodgers, who was so careful with the football, so accurate, to now we've got a young quarterback. But the last thing we saw was Rodgers, who was – one of the most accurate passers in all of football, and we already have that in our mind. Mm-hmm. And it's not to excuse Jordan Love or anything like that, but we had that high bar already yep. set in our head and set in our minds. So where it's a little bit below, and it goes back to when we had Aaron, when people were bitching about Aaron's play, it's because he set the bar so high. Right. So when he goes out there and throws for two seventy five and two touchdowns, everybody's like, "What the hell's wrong with him?" Because he set it so high. Right, and that's that's phenomenal. Those are great numbers. I mean, the other thing that's certain love right now is you look at a guy like C.J. Stroud just taking the league and yeah. running with it. Um, the kid over in San Francisco, Brock Mr. Purdy, Willem, yep. and Pur- Purdy playing well, at least up until this little losing streak. And then they compare how oh, Mahomes that one year and came in and threw for 5,000 yards. 
I'm not looking for Jordan Love to be a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. I just want a top 12 guy who can win you a game here and there and who's not going to lose it for you. Right. And I think he's capable of that. And he, I think once the game slows down, he will. So, yeah, like you, I hope we see a lot of improvement over the second half. And uh, if they can make a run, that would be amazing. I'm not counting on it. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of I'm kind of bummed because I think they're going to be good enough to pull off three or four wins, which is going to put them around you know, 10 to 12 on the draft board. But, um, yeah, I just – I want to see him improve, right? Every week, and I, you know, I don't, I don't want to be the guy that looks ahead to next year, but that's where I want to see that confidence because I honestly do feel like at this point in time in November, with all that cap space they're going to have, I don't think it's going to be a two three year process shouldn't of be. a rebuild. You're right; it shouldn't be. Um, that's where I want to at least feel good because if they limp in, you know, say they only win a couple more and they just look awful cool that you got all that cap space and that but you're still not and i think the biggest part too is jordan love because i'll go back to like okay the year mccarthy got fired they were awful right joe Philman mm-hmm. came in they were awful and they had a lot of work too they were aggressive in free agency but the thing is is that they had a left tackle and they had a quarterback they had some pieces right mm-hmm. if they're awful the rest of this year and we still have questions about jordan i'm not feeling that good even regardless of what you can do in the offseason because you still got question marks around a quarterback then and left tackle at this point. Left tackle and quarterback. Yeah. And I'm not con- I'm not sold on these wideouts. I'm I'm really not. I mm-hmm. mean, Christian Watson, he shows playmaking ability, but let's let's face it, some people are just injury prone. His body is not built to obviously to stand up to this. So if he doesn't change something with how he takes care of himself, mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's an injury he's an injury prone MVS. That's what what I look at him as. Yeah. And I hope I hope he can stay healthy and do something for us. I think that Wicks shows some ability more than anything, but we really don't have that true number one. That's where that if we be? did have a high draft pick, I would not be disappointed if it was Marvin Harrison I Jr. Would, I would do backflips. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be – you want to help Jordan Love right away? That's a away? playmaker. That's a guy yep. right there. Yep. You yep. want that guy that closes out games or gets you big – it's Marvin Harrison Man, Jr. Man, he made a touchdown grab last week. He jumped out of the freaking stadium and caught it. I was like, he, he's his more dad couldn't than, do that. I was going to say he's more athletic than his dad, right? Yeah. Easily. His dad Easily. couldn't do that. That was amazing. So you got explosiveness, and if you have his dad's hands, that's a pretty damn good wide receiver. Absolutely. And I would love to see that in green and gold. Yeah, he's going to be amazing. Oh, man. I just like – that that would be the only thing where I want. Okay, I'm not gonna. I don't want to say tank, but that would be the only thing. I'm like, okay, well, if we got a chance to get Marvin Harrison Jr., then I'd be okay. Yeah, I'd be good <laughs> with that too. What One really th- sucks is if Caleb Williams, which mentally I don't know, watching the crying to his parents because of a loss. But anyway, yeah. him and Harrison, if they went to the Bears, oh. or even Drake May at this point and Marvin yeah. Harrison. I mean, as long as they don't, you screw that up, boy, you got something going on with your franchise. Yeah, at that point, yeah, maybe they want to hire Craig Council. <laughs> Right? <laughs> exactly. I don't know. It's just I'm, I'm taking these games. Yeah, I'm going to be sure. You know, I, I want wins and that. But I, it's just even after that win against the Rams, I was like, okay. I was happy. But I wasn't like hooting and hollering like the Saints game. Right. You, you know, something like that. Yeah. And I, I think that's same. honestly the mindset I'm going to have is if they lose, okay. If they win, awesome. Victory Monday. But I'm not going to be like probably not going to be paying attention to playoff standings and scoreboards that much anymore like okay well, if they do this and they do this they can get in there whereas i was like that in years past, like last year for example yeah i'm not i a couple of weeks ago after after that <clears throat> after our last loss um i i kind of quit looking at the playoffs i just want to see them play well and be competitive mm-hmm. and not make stupid mistakes and not play 
horse crap on defense. And I and I get, oh, you need to play conservative. You can't give it up. Well, your offense can't if, – if you're not getting a first down until like two minutes left in the first half, you're not going to win. Right. And in order to get those first downs, you got to be on the field. You can't leave your defense out there for seven minutes every drive and then give up field goals. Right. And it just it does, that that formula doesn't work. So, yeah, Joe Barry, he can go. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Anything else you want to hit up? No, you look good in that hat, by the way, brother. Thanks, man. This That's is a, this is my new favorite hat. That's a beautiful hat. It is straight from Lambeau Field. You know what? First day I wore it, I picked up Hudson. First thing he said to me, I got it out of when he got out of school. Is that a new hat? <laughs> I said, Yeah, Coach Chad picked it up for me. That's Coach amazing. Chad. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love I love the fit of a perfectly fitted hat. That's perfect. It's about time the pro shop got some good stuff. Yeah, they got they had some cool stuff. They didn't mm-hmm. have the captain hat though. I looked all over. Really? Yep, they were out. Wow. Maybe that's only an online thing. I don't know. Yeah, I'll have to look. Yeah. Look again. Hmm. All right, see, Bob. Appreciate right on, it, brother. Thanks for having me, man. You got it, man. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for a driving experience like no other? At Toys and Ford, they're not just selling cars. They're delivering dreams on four wheels. With a wide range of Ford vehicles, you'll find the perfect ride to suit your style and needs. Their expert team is there to guide you through every step of the way, from test driving to financing. They're committed to making your car buying journey seamless and enjoyable. Toys and Ford, where your automotive dreams become a reality. Visit them today and experience the thrill of driving driving with the best shoppers listen up are you ready to save big on all your grocery needs why wouldn't you well then head on down to hy and eau claire where the deals are sizzling hot hy has the fresh produce top quality meats pantry staples and all your favorite brands under one roof and don't forget about their amazing in-store bakery and deli need a quick bite to eat Hy-Vee and Eau Claire has many different options to choose from at their food court as well. So go ahead and visit Hy-Vee and Eau Claire, your one-stop shop for savings, quality, and convenience. All right, we got a new segment that uh, we've come into the Man Cave podcast here. We've got a bunch of new segments actually coming, but Beer Man Josh gets the uh, first dibs on this. We are doing a featured beer of the month. And Walt well, Beer Man Josh here is Walt. Well, yeah, I mean you can tell from the name, beer is his job. Beer is his life. So we, uh, he's going to be on, but once a month, maybe more. Also noted Cubs fan, so don't hold that against him right now. But uh, we're going to be featuring a certain beer every month. And uh, well, Josh, Josh is like my best friend too. So sorry, see Bob, he's sitting across from me too. So. All right, Josh. How you doing, bud? Hey, I'm good, Dan. Um, what I brought for you is Bent Paddle Brewing out of Duluth, Minnesota. Um, I brought the Cold Press Black Ale. Um, this beer um, is a easy-drinking, year-round beer mm-hmm. um, that is made with their base, the Black Ale, um, which you can get year-round. Um, if you give it a try, because what would a beer... Right. Conversation B without actually drinking it. Right. Um, it's very light. Um, so the black ale, the base, is a combination between a porter and a stout. So it's not going to be super dark. It's not going to be over-flavored. Um, they brew the black ale, and then the night before they're going to can this, they brew a fresh batch of Duluth coffee. They chill it, and then they infuse it the next day. Really? So it goes right from the kettles into the package and hits the market. Um, so you're going to get nice, just straight black coffee flavor. It's very easy, very refreshing with a nice, clean finish. It's not. It doesn't give that, like, you're going to be full afterwards. That's, like, the one thing I get 
concerned about with beers like this where you said it's light. Yep. You know, it's whenever I hear beer and coffee, do you remember Drew Carey show? Yeah. That's what the beer they did. That's why it was beer and coffee mixed oh, together. Yeah. Buzz beer. Yeah. 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 So, That's what I, I, so fun fact. There is caffeine in this because they do infuse the beer right to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't have to use as much because they actually add the liquid to it instead of running it through crystals or um, the beans. It's actually the liquid, so they can use about a third of the amount. So you'd have to drink a ton of this beer in order to have a caffeine overload. So it's not really going to affect you too much. But there is actual coffee in it, and that's kind of half the reason it doesn't have an overbittering flavor mm-hmm. is because it has actual liquid and it's not used with just beans or the Folgers or whatever right. you have. It's an actual good, clean coffee. Right. Now, do you want to tell the uh, fun fact story about this can here? Do so you want the, to get a little personal So, on so the fun fact about this is when, when you had asked me about the um, – the beer of the month idea and going into this um i have a warehouse full of beer and i was looking at it like the season everything's kind of turning cold and we're getting into a, a time that um people are looking for dark beers and everybody drinks coffee when it starts getting cold outside so i was like hey this would be a great beer so this morning i was sitting down kind of thinking about things to talk about and kind of prepping myself a little bit and i looked on online and i hadn't dove into the bent paddle um further than just being knowledgeable about what's in the beer and as i'm scrolling down i look at the package and i look and they have a thing with split rock lighthouse on there and the coordinates of it and i look at the package and it's the exact spot that i proposed to my wife um so going full circle i was like wow this is definitely the beer it was just kind of meant to be as a kickoff point to have these conversations on beers and this just fit so it was kind of yeah. a cool thing a uh, little sentimental hit hit close to home unexpectedly and gave a pretty pretty awesome story so i sent it to the brewery guy and said hey i'm featuring your beer on a podcast today and this happens to be the spot that hits home for me with you know me and my wife so absolutely um, i'm a huge fan of this um and I, I, I will continue to support this even more now that right. we've got a little spot to go. So did your uh, wife know this yet? Did you tell her Yes, that? I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I sent it to her right away. She was, comes out of the bathroom. She goes, you know, you really are a sentimental guy. You're oh, really a softie. And I'm like, hey, You deserve some you know? extra credit points there, man. So <laughs> yeah. now is this available? So because you work with Park Ridge, so is this available in the Eau Claire area? Right Everywhere now? in the Eau Claire area, okay. Chippewa Falls, Bloomer, surrounding areas, anywhere from, you know, here to... Ladysmith, Lake Holcomb, you can find it anywhere. Um, Hy-Vee does have a wonderful selection of Bent Paddle beers, um, so you can get these. But these are this will be a year-round beer that you can find at any time um, in their stores, um, and it, it will continue to be spread out throughout the entire market, and you can find it in stores and at some of your local bars as well. Perfect. Cool. So before I let you go, though, your thoughts on your new manager? I love the move. I am very excited about it. Um, I know everybody wants to talk about their um, the hometown kid and having the, the relationships with that. In my mind, none of us know what these guys are doing. They're all very competitive. They're all working for success, and the personal um, satisfaction of winning, like that's why we all do it. We've all played sports, and I don't play sports to lose. He's not coaching sports to lose, and if he felt that in the eight years he's been with the Brewers, um, they weren't giving him the support and the, the 
pieces that he needed necessarily to thrive, I don't blame him. I'm very subtly happy and yeah. looking forward to a great season because I think he's going to do good things. I think he's a great coach. I think he's um, kind of a, a, a guy that can relate with the young players that are coming in. The old guys that have been around respect him because he played for so many years. Um, I think he can really do some stuff, and I'm hoping that it's in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Go Cubbies. Well, oh, jeez. All right, Beer Man Josh, appreciate it, buddy. Let's Thanks, do this Dan. again next month, all right? Sounds you great. you got to try we'll to do. top that one now. I got ideas. All right. Plenty all right. of them. That a boy. All right. Thanks, buddy. You bet. That's going to do it for this episode of the Man Cave Podcast, brought to you by Hy-Vee and Toys and Ford. And thanks to Famous Dave's for allowing us to take the podcast on the road and record this episode from Famous Dave's in Eau Claire. As a reminder, please don't forget to follow and subscribe and give us a five-star rating and a review so others can find the podcast. Until next time, I'm Dan Casper. I will talk to you on the next episode of the Man Cave Podcast.